0: What up, people? Happy New Year 2023. Welcome back to another episode of Boricua American. We are your hosts. I'm Giovanni. I'm Nancy. And uh, yeah, welcome again. We're bringing to you another episode today, another Christmas-themed yeah, one. Yeah, Well, holiday-themed, I should say. But before we get into that, please check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Boricua American. Um, shoot Nancy an email.
1: NancyLynnPinto at gmail.com
0: thank you for liking us and sharing and, and checking us out on Buzzsprout and Spotify and Apple and Google and just, you know, find a podcast platform. Look us up. Give us a rating. We're trying to get this thing like bigger. So help us out. It don't cost you nothing. Come on. So <laughs> today, um, the other day, Nancy and her and wonderful husband, Chris, brought to you an episode about New Year's. And now we're going to kind of wrap up the whole holiday thing with a quick little episode about Three Kings Day and Las Octavitas, which if you don't know what that is, we will tell you. So sit tight. Let's start with Three Kings Day. For Latinos, Three Kings is actually bigger than Christmas. It's on January 6th, so right now it's the 2nd, so that's four days away from us. And it is actually the main gift-giving holiday for children. This marks a day that the Three Kings, also known as the Wise Men or the Magi, from a faraway land, packed up their suitcases, hopped on camels, and followed a star to the newborn baby Jesus so they could bring him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I'm sure we've all heard the stories. So, January 6th is called Three Kings Day or the Epiphany. In Spanish, it's known as La Epifania de Jesús, Dia de los Tres Reyes Magos, or simply Dia de Reyes. The night before, which is Three Kings Eve, also known as Víspera de Reyes, it's very similar to Christmas Eve in like the partying. There's barrandas, there's the aguinaldos that everyone's listening to. And of course, there is the traditional feasts with uh, the, the meals, which we have talked a lot about the food. So you have the pasteles, the lechon, the coquito, the arroz con dulce. It's like Christmas part two. So it's just, oh, what's not to love? So on the night of the fifth, which is the eve, kids, and I love the similarity between like milk and cookies and this thing. So kids will put grass or hay in an empty shoebox and put it under their bed. At night, while the kids are sleeping, the wise men stop by every house to bring gifts. The camels eat the grass and the kings leave the presents in the empty boxes, which is, again, Santa in the cookies. I love that. So cute. The morning of the 6th, the children will leap out of bed. They'll look ah, underneath their beds, excuse me, to find all their little gifts, their little regalitos. And the family will spend the day feasting and celebrating. Again, much like your standard traditional Christmas. This is a very religious holiday, of course. And it's not uncommon for churches and towns to hold parades or reenactments of the wise men's visit to Jesus. During the parades, men dressed up as the kings give gifts to towns children. And actually, yeah, we do. Back in the day, our family, our uncles, would actually do that. We have pictures from um, from Our Lady of Grace in Hoboken, our uncles would all dress up as the wise men. And, you know, we have they would do the whole procession around like the I don't know where I was tiny. So I don't remember. Do you have actual because I've seen it in pictures. Do you remember like actual remembering or just pictures?
1: Very, very vague from when I was little. I remember yeah. in Hoboken. It was a big deal because Hoboken's oh, a lot different now Yeah, than it used to be. But when we were little growing up, there was a huge Puerto Rican community puerto ricans are very by and large christian a lot of catholics you know that tiny city had a, a million catholic churches so yeah mm-hmm. i think down the middle of the street you know they would start in front of the church and they would just yeah have a parade <laughs> yeah so. I should,
0: yeah i just remember the big beards and like just the 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 they look like cloaks they're like the robes that they would wear And just I, we have to dig up some of the pictures i wish again i I gotta go back. I should just take mom and dad's photo albums and bring them to myself because there's so much in there. I'm going to do that. Next time I'm in Jersey, I'm just going to steal their albums.
1: <laughs> you should, yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> and of course, always they reenact the nativity scenes in the church. So church services were like two hours long because you had to have the whole play. Oh, dear. <laughs> so uh here's some little fun facts, some history, some context. So the word magi comes from the word magic or astrology and also applied to a priestly and intellectual class of men from Persia, which you all know is present-day Iran, and these men studied the stars. So right before we recorded, we were looking up, were they astrologers or astronomers? Like, what's the difference? <laughs> were they and,
0: Copernicus or were they like, uh, uh I can't um, think of an
1: as uh, what are those? I can't. Like a psychic? What are those? <laughs> yeah. uh Sand- I can't Sand either. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess astro- um, astronomers study, it's scientific, they study all the celestial objects, planets, stars outside of the Earth's atmosphere. And then mm-hmm. astrologers determine how those objects affect events on earth so hence With the tides the and such yes exactly so that's how they determined oh where they studied where the north star was over bethlehem and they found the star they followed this star to where jesus would be born so mm-hmm. anyway so the three visitors were most likely not kings they just kind of got promoted somewhere along the line <laughs> by Christian theology, mm-hmm. but they were astrologers and they were probably made kings in order to fulfill a specific prophecy that's in the Bible. There's a verse in the book of Psalms that states that kings would fall before God when he was born. So, since these three gentlemen went to visit him, they're like, Oh, those must be the kings. They must be kings. Also, the number three is not in the Bible. They don't specifically state three kings named, A, B, C visited. In fact, there's other churches that say there were twelve, but they most churches assume three because of the three gifts. That I never knew.
0: That's that's. Can you imagine yeah. like twelve? That's a lot of magi.
1: Oh, 12 of the disciples. Yeah, yeah. The oh. number twelve is very important in in biblical tradition. But um, if I was Mary and I'm like, get out, like 12? Like, excuse me, there's not enough room in this tiny stable.
0: Like they inn didn't have room for two of us and this baby. And you wanna crowd me now with all these animals around livestock, and I you bring 12 people? Oh herd. That's a typical barranda behavior. You just all show up unannounced. <laughs>
1: Are you sure the three wives know we're in Puerto Rican? And they were probably expecting food, too. (laughs) And the loud drummer boy. Oh, no. That's too much cacophony for me. (laughs) (laughs) And she was just a kid. I know she was like, what, 13 or some shit? I think she was 16 in some accounts. 16, that was my next number. (sighs) (sighs) But anyway, (laughs) these... uh, Magi, they were all, they're all rose to prominence in the church, and they were all given their own feast days by the Catholic Church. Sometime around the 7th century, they were given names and little bios by the church. Baltasar was one. He was king of Ethiopia. Melchor was king of Persia. And Gaspar, or Caspar, was the king of India. So here's some brief descriptions of each one from Elborigua.com. I'm just going to read straight up what they said because these these descriptions are cute. Melchor was the sultan of Arabia. He was the oldest of the Magi and was a small and gentle man. Melchor had a long white beard and wore elegant crimson robes. His gift was gold, which was much used by the Hebrews for the temple and was plentiful in the time of David and Solomon. Gold was not coined until after the reign of King David, was an article of commerce, and was sold by weight. It is rumored that Melchor brought many other priceless gifts as well. Saint Melchor's feast day is January 7th. Saint Melchor's figure goes before the other kings in a manger scene. Oh, so he's important. He's like number one. Mm-hmm. The next one is Balthazar.
0: Batazad that was a Nubian king and ruler of Ethiopia. Batazad that was dressed in exquisite robes. His gift was myrrh a precious and aromatic resin that comes from the bark of thorny African trees and symbolized suffering. Myrrh was a precious commodity in the Middle East. It was one of the ingredients of the holy ointment. Exodus 3023. Oh, that's the Bible verse, I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't I'm sorry, I'm no good at reading Bible things. Worst former Catholic ever. <laughs> End of the embalming substance. Oh my, um, that's from John nineteen thirty nine. Wow, it's also used in medicine <laughs> and as a perfume. It's an ointment. It embalms. It's perfume. What does it myrrh do? Um, Baltasar was also rumored to have brought many other expensive gifts and treasures. Treasures along with him. Legend tells us that Baltasar died soon after in the presence of the otherwise men. His feast day is January eighth. Maybe you could use some. Myrrh for your hip. Oh, my it's hips. a medicine. <laughs> if, it, if it'll embalm my hip but make you feel better, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag I'm old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, Gaspard was emperor of the Orient and ruled over all Oriental lands. He is also represented as white but does not wear a beard. His clothes were gilded in gold. King Gaspar's gift was frankincense, an exceedingly aromatic gum used in the sacred incense for the temple service. It is distilled from a tree in Arabia. Frankincense was priceless and a gift for kings and symbolized prayer. It was burned in temples to honor God. Gaspar is said to have also brought many other fine gifts for the Christ child. It is said that Gaspar traveled the furthest to visit the Christ child. Saint Caspar's feast day is January 6th. Oh, travel. I always picture that they all work together and live in the same place. <laughs> the
0: camel <pulled>. yeah. <laughs>
1: <Yes>.
0: <laughs> they camel pooled? Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> they took the HOV
1: path along the desert. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to me, they all arrived together. They all followed the little star together. Wait, but hold up, um, hold up. So,
0: <laughs> three Gasma brought many gifts to Jesus, but Medchot only brought the one thing
1: gold. <laughs> oh, Is it maybe it was gold. Maybe it was because he- it was the heaviest and it was sold by weights. It was like, oh man, Oh, oh how much? Okay, <laughs> that makes sense.
0: The other two kind of like match. I get it.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Going to hell. Oh. Oh. I wonder how he died. It says soon after in the presence of the other wise men. You think on the way back? That's a possibility.
0: Like, if. Well, do we know? And uh, not. Was he like a real person? Like, was he. Or was he. Like, do we have proof that he was real? Or is this one of those. I'm not getting into theology here. Like, yeah, i just wondering, I like, if there's... Because there's certain people from the Bible that were,
1: like, we know, like, we're tr- real, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of things that were made up or Made relevant. up. Yeah. So, yeah, think... I'm, I'm curious
0: to know if these three guys were actual... If they did exist, did they actually go? Because if, if they were real people, that journey in itself could have just been so taxing on this man. I mean, you figure... He, may, he yeah. maybe was very old and just the traveling did him in.
1: Yeah. there It was dangerous. You know, they're crossing mm-hmm. the deserts and stuff and there were bandits and... Yeah. Okay, so in the Gospel of Matthew, they mention magi or wise men who followed a star from the east to Bethlehem in search of a newborn king. They found Mary and the baby Jesus and offered him the three gifts. Okay, so one out of the four Gospels mentions the magi. I think that probably all the stuff about them being kings and every, like there were a lot of things I just learned that the like a lot of the animal stuff in the bible or in in christian tradition was also made, made up. up yeah yeah like most I, re- I think were yeah they were there were I mean all our traditions are made up I mean you just oh, write course. through history you make it you change the meaning of things and you decide, you know, this doesn't mean this for me, but this would mean something to me. So, and then things start to celebrate and stick and spread. And yeah, all right. Most Christians recognize this as the end of the holiday season and they take down their decorations on Three Kings Eve. I don't know why Three Kings Day they don't, That's... but maybe some do by now. Mm. But fun fact if they fail to do this, they must leave them up until February 2nd which is the Feast of Candlemas. And if you're curious, like I was, because I was like, what the hell is Candlemas? Candlemas celebrates when the baby Jesus was presented at the temple and his mom, the Virgin Mary, is considered purified after childbirth. So this is all older, like Old Testament rules and rituals. But with the baby being presented, I picture like Simba. being (laughs) (laughs) You can't see us, but our arms were raised in an offering of an air baby. <laughs>
0: air. Like playing air guitar. Don't raise an air baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, forgive me for butchering the line. I have no idea what they say. I've read it online. I can never retain that. Forgive me. I can't either. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> God. Uh, but wait, there's more. So the eight days following the Epiphany are known as Las Octavitas, and in my little intro, I did mention that. So thank you for sticking around this long. So back in the day, they continued to get together to honor the three wise men and Jesus. Today, they still continue partying and throwing their barandas. Let's just not stop partying, guys. We know what's up. Um, then during the third week of January, Old San Juan, oh, I was I wanted to go so bad. Old San Juan throws this huge four day festival which is actually to mark the end of the ho- ha, holiday season. And it's called La Fiesta de la Calle San Sebastián, also known as La Sanse. And you guessed it, it's on the Fiesta, it's on the Calle de San Sebastián. There's music, there's dancing, street performers, food, art, costumes, vejigantes, mascaras, you name it. It's just party central. Um, it's colorful, it's fantastic, and it lasts all day long. It starts off Thursday with a mass. Dedicated to San Sebastian. My English and Spanish are combining. San Sebastian the Martyr. On Friday, there's a parade at which community leaders are present. So, about San Sebastian, he lived in the second century AD when Christians were being perse- persecuted. Guys, I can read, I swear. We're being persecuted by the Romans. He was tied, this is fucked up, he was tied to a post or a tree and shot with arrows, but he survived. After he was nursed back to health, he hung out where the emperor would pass and just started to annoy him with his preaching about his sins and his true uh, cruel treatment of Christians. So the emperor had him clubbed, and this time it stuck and he died. So that's very, very sad. Um, so this year, uh, San Sebastián runs from January 19th, is a Thursday, to Sunday the 22nd. And that... Officially, is the end of the holiday season.
1: Unless, of course, you forgot to take down your decorations. Now you're not allowed to touch them. And you're stuck with them up until Candlemas, February <laughs> 2nd. <laughs> so now you have it. <laughs> now you have all the info.
0: If you're in Puerto Rico uh, that weekend, the 19th to the 22nd, go check out San Sebastián. I was trying to go down there this year, but it's not happening. So I'm like, damn it, maybe next year. But if you go, go take pictures post them share them call us let us know how it was
1: hit us oh. up we were watching Frasier. all we we binged all the Frasier christmas episodes over the last two days i'm listening and in one of them fraser and marty were saying how oh christmas it goes so fast and then it's over in a day and you take everything down i'm like not for Latinos. No. <laughs> you yep. still like a month of this. <laughs> I know. It's a lot. I didn't yeah. know when
0: I had no idea about all this other like Sun Mustang. I knew nothing about until like the last couple of weeks. And then I never even heard. I think I'd heard of Candlemas, but I thought it was like some kind of a joke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you give candles or something, you know, like say, an exchange. I don't know. Like a candle white <laughs> elephant game. I don't know. But I had no idea. You know, it's not like I have a phone that I could Google that shit. So, um, I, I but that's I love that. Like, if you don't take down your, if you don't take things down by then, oh, you're stuck for another month. Let's yes. hope you don't have a real tree or it'll fucking rot and die. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, do Puerto Ricans in Puerto Rico get real trees? Are they all plastic? Oh. Because there are no like pine trees
1: in the Caribbean. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, I mean. imagine they have them imported and there's like a, I oh. like a refrigerated warehouse with wow. trees. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't Do know. You people
0: get real trees in LA? <laughs>
1: yeah, people get real trees here.
0: <laughs> I can't imagine like a tree lot on Hollywood and Vine selling like furs. <laughs> like... <laughs>
1: there's um jewish comedian and she showed me one of these clip one of his clips and he's he has this whole thing on he loves like he has a christian friends and he says the houses are beautiful beautifully decorated and the tree looks beautiful but i do not have christmas tree envy and he goes into this whole thing about <laughs> first of all who wants to go chop down a tree and tie it to the top of a car and then drive this it's like precarious and yeah. then with if you are familiar with especially the old testament how there's like a bazillion rules for everything yes everything like how to live your life how to eat how to wash like everything so he's like he goes into the thousands of rules that would be involved you know does a rabbi have to be present like how do you string the lights they have to be strung from right to left but then they have to be left to right and if one bulb is out they're all out. Because if it happens to one Jewish person, it happens to us all. And it's just <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you, know, do you remember his name? Elon Gold. I will put this in the show notes. Okay, because I got to watch that. <laughs> oh, gold. Like one of the gifts brought to <laughs> the baby Jesus. We've tied it together, even though, like. <laughs> um, full circle, guys.
0: Full circle.
1: <laughs> oh, my
0: God. All right, so we hope everybody had a great holiday season, or if that's not your sort of thing, hope you had a good week. Happy New Year to everyone. Happy 2023. Let's tiptoe in real quiet. And uh, good things going forward. Please continue to support us, man. We want to get even bigger this year. So um, until next time, we will bring you more goodness.
1: Thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Feliz año nuevo. Uh, Bye. Bye. Oh, and happy tres bellas. Oh, and octavitas.
0: And hopefully not pandemus. Poveria. A piece of candy maybe or a little tiny peluche or something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Peluche being stuffed animal. There's your word for today. Frankincense was priceless and a gift for kings and... Let me say that over. Frankincense was priceless and a gift for kings... Oh my God, I can't syntax that right. (laughs) Frankincense... Frankincense was... I'll just cut out the uh, dead air.